Hello and welcome to another episode of Tricky Hick Camp with the trickiest hick of all. Call me Cecilia, call me Crystal, just don't call me a chicken head because that's the last thing I am near. All right, anyways, um, today is actually a serious in situation. I'm sorry I haven't posted as consistently or as many, um episodes as I planned on but I've been working on some things also I had a little sickness but ain't nothing new about that shout out to the disabled we do our best to be our best anyways um so I have a friend of mine who I was thinking about I hadn't heard from him in a while so I give him a call on Facebook and just see you know what's up and I got back a very interesting and very disheartening response back um i gave him a call and what you will hear is that phone call over the messenger app and he agreed to allow me to give him basically an interview to get his situation some awareness plus you know i thought it was an interesting story and technically i was listening um to a message from somebody else that I'm trying to set up interviews with. And uh, so, oh yeah, that's going to be something that's in the works. I got some interviews lined up with a few people and some fun gaming stuff. But anyways, on the situation at hand. Uh, yes, yeah, so this is my friend Ryan. We'll choose his first name for now. And uh, apparently he found himself... And a long-distance relationship with somebody he met. And he took a chance to go move and be with her. And he's going to explain what happened after that. Um, I hadn't heard from him since maybe in the summer, fall probably. And I tell you, a lot can change in a small amount of time, to say the least. And uh, here that is. This is my interview with my friend Ryan, and uh, please uh, feel free to go to the Facebook page, Tricky Hick Camp, like the page, and leave any comments, suggestions, and feedback on today's episode. (laughs) You ain't the only one who's got problems with him. Some people can't even renew theirs, but that's, I'm, I'm so sorry to hear about that, like... How long have you been out of the house? Since just before Christmas. I got a small podcast going. You think you want to tell your story? And maybe I can get some help from listeners or we find a way to get you some funds? I mean, if you want to. I have no problem doing that. I, we could just do like we do it now. I could get my phone and start recording us. Uh, you can use whatever name you want. And that's the least I could do is try to get awareness, get your story out, and then we find a way to get you some dough. But you don't have to sugarcoat nothing. You just talk like normal because that's how I talk on my podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, something. Oh, my God. I hate that this has happened to you, especially for how much you do with your family. And then you took a chance to go try something new. 
and um, we can at least get you back home. Do you want to at least go back to your parents or any of your brothers? Uh, there's nothing to go back to in Phoenix. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. My dad got kicked out of the apartment. My brother is leaving to go to Florida with my grandparents. So my dad's going to be the only person out there, and I know for a fact that motherfucker is not going to help me. Do you know, how is how is he living? Where is he at? I believe they're living in fucking, in a fucking motel. That's from my knowledge. Mm-hmm. He got his job back on the golf course, and I'm sure he fucking goes and drinks every night and gets fucking shit-faced, does whatever the fuck he wants. Because he thinks he's like 25. Jesus Christ. And 24, he's as old as he is, he can't pay his bills. No, he, he really can't. That's why he got, that's why they got evicted. Yeah, I remember you told me you were the one responsible for the budgeting and making sure everything got paid. Mm-hmm. Mm. And the moment I left, the month after that, they got evicted. So they only lasted a month? Mm. They didn't even last a month. Wow. Well, let's see. Like I said, I got a recording. Take us back to the beginning. You got enough time? You busy? Yeah, I don't know. I have till 6 before to be back at the shelter. The library closes around 6 anyways, so I got time. Well, if you don't mind letting the listeners know, this is my boy Ryan. I met him. He's one of my gamer friends on Xbox. And he took a chance and moved across the country well technically he was on that side of the country but he moved up north to be with this girl he met Arizona's the, other, Arizona's the other side of the country where is Iowa Iowa <laughs> is above Missouri I thought Iowa was like northwest like you know a no, little east of Washington state Missouri. Iowa is somewhere I never need to be so therefore I don't know where it is fucking asshole <laughs> And fucking scared the hell out of me. Oops. Oh, so it's like Midwest. Okay. Yes, it's Midwest. Oops. Okay, the furthest west I've gone is like Michigan. Okay. We might have driven through Iowa and I didn't know it. Anyways. <laughs> Alright, okay, so we got that little laugh. And, you know, you gotta laugh to keep from crying tonight. <laughs> so, I don't know where Iowa is, but he went to Iowa. And, um, tell it, man. Tell us how you met her. What motivated you to go? What did we say? And what did you do? Boom. Alright, so the, basically what happened was I uh, I met this girl over Xbox. She was very nice. She is was a very nice person. A bit misguided, but very nice person. Um, she told me about the struggles that she was going through. And I was honestly, I took a chance on helping her and helping her kid. And, um, they came back to bite me in the butt because, um, I moved out to join her in Iowa in J July of last year, which was 2018. Um, I moved out there and just, we couldn't seem to get things together. She seemed to, she seemed to misunderstand why I came out there. I remember um, you wanted a job, right? And you did get one quickly. I did, and then I got food poisoning from that job, and they wouldn't let me come back until I got a doctor's note. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. 
So I called the health department on them. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, oh, hell hath no fury. Um, anyways, so I, uh, she and I didn't see eye to eye for the most part. Um, she wanted someone who was a bit more sexually active than I am. I'm someone who's the the easiest way I could say it is I'm asexual and bisexual romantic. It's it's hard to explain. Well, I know about asexualism. Imagine like having sex with people be romantic in a relationship. Well, I know about what asexual is. Asexual for people who are listening are people who don't necessarily have like a sex driven uh way of being but they do love people right yes mm -hmm. and then you can even if you're asexual you can still be bisexual um i have a love for both men and women doesn't make a difference to me mm -hmm. yep yep so um, anyways i was saying <laughs> One second, Crystal. Yeah, take time. Red, do you want blue or green? Let's play Commander. While he's talking to his homeboy in the back. Um, Sorry, I'm I'm entertaining myself as well as <laughs> as being on the phone call with you. I apologize. Dude, you're fine. You know the podcast is informal. You know I can easily fill up some time. You want to do the? I can't quite hear what the last little bit that you said. <laughs> um, as I was saying, so I came out and she, she basically misunderstood like kind of like what my drives were, and I explained to her that I, it wasn't that I had any like disinterest in her, but <clears throat> I wasn't, I wasn't in a position where like I was ex extremely sexually attracted to her, and. This led to a lot of fighting and all that. We eventually, we broke up for the most part. I say that for the most part because while she and I weren't exactly together anymore, um, we still were decent roommates. Um, and that's the way things I say, but she never put me on her lease. Her, her landlord knew I was here, that I was there and everything, but didn't really care too much as long as I didn't start any trouble or anything, which for the most part, I avoided trouble. She continued to bring other people into the apartment and at one point brought a family of four into the apartment, which included her so-called friend, her friend's two kids, and her friend's boyfriend. And... Wow. Uh, um, so... This ended up making it a, uh... This ended up making it very uncomfortable in the apartment, and her uh, her friend basically started uh, her friend decided that she was going to make me look bad, and so to do that she uh, she called she griped about me, and she she said, "Well, I'm causing her stress, and this, this, and this." Her friend was doing nothing in the apartment. <clears throat> her friend was 100% mooching off of her and treating treating my my uh, now ex-roommate like shit. And I wasn't going to settle for that. 
I got you. Um, so eventually I called her, caught up, and in my frustration, I, uh, um, in my frustration, I may have made a threat about how I was going to call the police and have them and call her landlord and let them know, let them know that she had four unauthorized people in her apartment. I don't do that kind of stuff normally. I don't, I, I don't get stressed out like that, but it was delving into the point where like I had no personal space. I was constantly being, being in the middle of drama and drama just, I had no escape. And one second, one second, Crystal. Yeah, take your time. Oh, hey. I apologize for that. I, my pharmacist gave me a phone call. You're fine, man. In okay. fact, I had a pause. So, you're all right. So, as I was saying, um, my uh, my ex roommate then uh, just before Christmas, I believe it was the twenty third. Pretty sure it was twenty third. Um, decided to uh, kick me out of the apartment. That's just ridiculous. How long, like, first off, how big was this apartment? Uh, it's a two-bedroom apartment. So all those people were in a two-bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. And nobody was helping pay the rent. No, that's the thing. She, Her friend was getting child support and was apparently helping with $200 every month. I was getting food stamps and I was working. And I was providing money to pay the phone bill. I was providing money to pay the internet. I was providing money to... I was doing as much as I can to help. Mm -hmm. And her friend basically sat on the couch, did nothing. Now, I understand her friend had arthritis. Um, but at the same time, there's... There's little excuse. Like... Especially when it doesn't, she's not contributing to anything in the household either. Because she wasn't probably like helping with cooking or cleaning. From the not way really, it no. She was, from, from, she very little helped. She, uh, she only seemed interested in, uh, she only seemed interested, in all honesty, in, uh, the possibility of her having, being able to feed her kids. She didn't try to reapply for food stamps like she was supposed to. She didn't attempt to, uh, <clears throat> she didn't attempt to do anything mm. <clears throat> excuse me, there's a cold going around the homeless shelter and I seem to have picked it up. Mm. Um, she didn't seem interested in doing anything besides, um, besides basically being a mooch and I was the one who was forced to leave because, according to my ex-roommate, it was easier to kick me out than it was to kick her out. She probably felt bad for the woman, too, because of her kids. Yeah. 
How are kids? Were they bad kids? How many? How old? They were little heathens. I think you said ten. They were the most misbehaved children I've ever had the displeasure of being around. Wow. How old were they? Uh, one was three, the other one was eleven. Wow. And their mother basically said, said and did nothing. Just would let them do whatever the hell they want so that way they leave her alone. I hate punk-ass parenting. That's not even punk-ass parenting. That's just not parenting at all. Mm. Yeah, well, like I said, I had, uh, I had base, I had been there since, since, uh, I had been there since July, end of mid-end of July, and I had done everything I could to help, and at the end of the day, it just seemed like, you know, everything I did to help was just for nothing. This, uh, this woman then put me out, told, and, uh, went down, took me down to the homeless shelter, and has since seen me, like, twice, and that both times was to bring me things. That's it. She hasn't, she hasn't really offered much help in forms of finding a place to live. I found a program out here that's willing to help me pay with, pay rent, but that's assuming I can get a place. Right. It's, and their restrictions on what they'll pay for is so severe. I can't get a one bedroom apartment that with utilities included can cost more than $738. I get a studio that value that, that, uh, that maximum goes down to 618. Wow. And cost of living out there, I assume, is not that cheap. $14.18 an hour. Mm. So, what's it been like at the shelter? How uh, is that chaos. There's fights almost constantly. What was it like the first day you had to go? Um, the first day, I paranoia and anxiety um, had set in, and I was just, I don't know exactly how to explain it. Um, I just was definitely not in a, in a good state of mind. I was... Because of everything that had happened, I had basically froze up. I hadn't eaten all day, then didn't get up to go to the bathroom, just kind of sat in a single spot. And, uh, I hate to be that guy. I sat in a single spot and watched Netflix. Mm -hmm. Um, not that it was like that's all I wanted to do, but, um, that was all like literally I could do at that point. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you probably were feeling despair, and, I mean, all of a sudden you find yourself in a situation you didn't expect. In fact, you were moving to go and have better prospects, and then you find yourself in a predicament like this. Um, you did way better than I think I could have ever handled. Yeah, well, I hate to say it, but, um... My depression has gotten the better of me a couple times since being at the homeless shelter. Um, I, uh, it's hard to explain. Um, 
I, uh, I don't. My depression stems from, I, this is going back a ways. My depression stems from the fact that my mother has been dead since I was 11. Part of it also stems from the fact that I have PTSD and one of my worst triggers is abandonment. Mm. And as silly as that sounds. That's not silly at all. I was going to say. Um, <clears throat> um, not necessarily that, that, uh, well, not to say that it's silly, just to say it as, as weird as it sounds, I had trusted that person not to, not to let me feel abandoned. And she turned around and basically, basically did exactly what I didn't want her to do. And she, and, and she knew all this about you? I didn't quite hear that one. What'd you say? Does she know your history? Like you losing she your does. mom? She does, mm. but she, but she thinks that her history is much worse. So um, instead of being empathetic, she bit, had no sympathy. The, the little bit that I do know about her history is that her father was incredibly abusive and had almost basically almost physically, physically assaulted her. That's what, from what she's told me. And I've gone into detail about how my dad had physically assaulted me, how my, how my mom is dead because of him, mm. and that she should, she should welcome the fact that she still has both her parents. She does, even if her dad hates her mom. Um, she still has both parents. Right. Um, but she, she seems to think, or she seems to act like, you know, that that's not good enough for her, that she should have had it so much better, and that she had it so bad, nobody could have had it worse. This is a woman who's in her 30s. Um, she's making mistakes now that I made back when I was in my, in my teens still. I'm only 22 years old, and she's making the same mistakes I make that I have made. She got, went and got her first credit card recently, and like I and I tried to explain to her, you know, this is what you should do with the card. This is what you should pay pay for with it. So that way you don't run up the card. No, she goes, she buys this, she goes by, she pays for lunch, she does this, she does that, charges up her card almost. I think she maxed out her card actually and I told her pay for it pay for gas with it because you get cash back for you get not cash back but you get a percentage of what you spend on gas you get like three times the, the cash back with it right like point okay. systems I have that one yeah. on cards yeah yeah I tried to explain to her you know these are the things you should be doing with your card you shouldn't pay for other things with it because it's not worth it because no. you because value wise it's not worth it. It really isn't. You know if you can keep it under thirty percent of actual credit line, you know, that gives you good reports. You're trying to teach her these things. But she's just ignorant. <laughs> At least you know. I just wish that uh I just wish that she had listened to me 
and I wish that, you know, things could honestly be different. It's a struggle to find work now. I can't, I can't work outside of a certain area. It's downtown, so I mean, there are jobs available, but a lot of, with my poor history, um, it's really hard to find any kind of work. What, let me see, did you, do they offer any kind of educational programs or trading, like trade school? They do, and I've been attempting to. Mm -hmm. um, what about local church groups? I don't know if you're religious, but I know there are church I'm groups not, that I help. I'm not, I don't believe in the religion. I... <laughs> Just to put it simply, I, 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 I try not to talk about religion with people because I don't, I, I don't believe in organized religion. I believe that any, any, anytime you're praying, all that should be, uh, should be by yourself mostly. It's, I, I, <laughs> I get it. You don't need a middleman. You don't need a middleman to God or your yeah. universe and all that good stuff. I got you. Yeah. Well, you know, most millennials think like that anyways, you know, us younger people, because we kind of have a more open mind of, you know, things. And, uh, mm -hmm. But I, I get it. But in times like this, regardless, most church groups will still take you in if you and, and give you a shot for help to get you where you need to be. Just saying, in case. You really need, you know, another avenue to try. I don't know. No, and uh, I respect it, and I appreciate the help. Um, mm. all I gotta say is, I mean, I'm everything I'm doing, I'm trying. I had a job lined up, and it just seems like ever since I went to the homeless shelter, I can't stay well. And uh, I developed stomach flu while I was there. I mm. happened to develop the same week that I had work. And so I ended up only being able to work three hours of the scheduled 54 hours that I was supposed to work. Oh, man. So it was full-time hours. It sounds like overtime. I was supposed to work full-time hours, and I ended up not only not working full-time hours, but I ended up... Um, being too sick to be able to work uh, the, the full job. Wow. Because um, I ended up, ended up working the three hours that day. Did they send you home? Or you had to just... I leave? had to excuse myself. Yeah. I had to tell them... Well, Ryan, you, I don't know, man, you stay strong out there. We'll be, I don't know, thinking about you. At least you find a way to stay warm because I know the policies usually seem like what's going on. They kick you out at a certain time, right? Then they reopen the doors. 
I mean, oh, no? yeah, they do. After after 90 days, if you still haven't found a place to live and you have shown no progress on finding a place to live, they do tell you that you have to leave the shelter. That you're not allowed to come back for another 90 days. What? So they literally have a time limit on how long you can come to the shelter? It's not first come, first serve for a bed that night? No, it's not. Once you get a bed at that shelter, you have 90 days. 6-3. And then they just say, I don't care, go freeze in the snow? Pretty much, yeah. Or go, go, you know, burn to death in the heat. Oh my god. Yep. So you actually have a freaking timer on this. Yep. Or else you could be in an even worse situation. And yep. how does it get worse from that? Mm-hmm. I mean, there is another shelter nearby, but that shelter... I'm also a college student. I don't know if I explained. I don't know if I if I uh, told you that. Um, I've known her for a while. I know. Well, I remember you were going to culinary school, so I knew you were cooking. No, I didn't go. To, I never went to culinary school. I was oh. I was trying to get into college for teaching. I thought you wanted to do cooking. Okay. Well, no, I said I was trying to find a job cooking. Okay. Okay. My bad. Yeah. Um, no, it's all right. I, uh, <clears throat> I was attempting to find a job cooking, and I, for the most part, did. Um, got fired from that job based, because of, uh, a jerk, a really mean person for a boss. He's an asshole. Um, <clears throat> Um, well, how do you feel your day? What's your typical day like? Um, go out, look for work, come back, come back to the shelter about six o'clock at night. It isn't like, did anybody hassle you or bother you or pretty much a lot? A, a it lot? happens a lot. Damn. How did, like, do they have security? Is it everybody in one room with, like, cots? Describe the situation, because, you know, a lot of folks... So, like, the, home, I, the homeless shelter uh. I'm staying at has a, what they call a dorm room style, but it's, uh, it's not really a dorm room. It's more of a barrack. So, it's ten, ten cots lined up in a row. Or I think it's like ten on the far wall, and then it's tw then it's twelve cot. No, no, it's uh two, it's four back to back, so eight, ten, ten on the far wall, and then it's like eight, uh, eight rows. So <coughs> it's supposed to be like fifty cots to a to a to a dorm, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. Um, they have this giant kit cafeteria area. And then they have two, what they call day rooms, and 
basically, it's a free-for-all. As long as you keep in your eye on your stuff, your stuff doesn't get stolen. But if something gets stolen, the staff don't care. They're, no, they're not going to do anything about it. Honestly, I wish people would start holding the staff responsible. Well, you know, they got a taxing situation on themselves, too. How can they keep up with so many stuff and you have to prove that it was actually yours? No, I, I, I know that. And I'm not saying, like, you know, they have an easy situation or anything. It's just a matter of the staff at times... <laughs> staff aren't allowed to take you anywhere. There's one staff member who's allowed to drive anywhere, drive anyone anywhere, and even he won't take you just anywhere. Right. Um. <sighs> I have been getting some help. Not necessarily like, you know, financial help, but I've been getting some help from one of the communities I talk with on Discord. Um, I do go to college. I go to college for programming, and they've been understanding about me not being able to pay back my loan right away. So they are uh, not necessarily holding off, but once I'm able to start being able to pay it back, they told me to make a phone to just call them and they'll try to see if they can waive the late fees and everything for it. <clears throat> um, well, that's good of them. Yeah. I mean, I wish I could say, like, you know, it's a perfect situation, but the worst part being is that because I'm in the shelter, it's really hard to stay on top of my... Uh, It's really hard to stay on top of my, um, what the fuck, hold on a minute, okay, let's, um, it's really hard to stay on top of my schooling because the Wi-Fi inside the shelter is so bad that I can't access my school, my school websites, so I basically can only access it through Hotspot, which I get through my ex-roommate, which, if she decides not to pay the bill one month, I'd basically be screwed. Mm-hmm. What about at the library? They have Wi-Fi, right? Oh, it's piss poor. What? Uh, it doesn't stay connected most times. What a shitty library. That's, that's what I've said multiple times. Oh, don't get me started about the security there. The security at the library freaking, uh, they harass the homeless people. Oh, I, I know. I've seen it, you know. Yeah. Oh, well, the best of luck to you, man. You know, we'll be thinking about you, and hopefully this gets out and can help, and... Do something for you. Shoot. Thank you, Crystal. Seriously. I mean, you're super, super welcome. Well, that was...
and it very uh, interesting and informative interview to say the least, uh, even though we are one of the most powerful countries out here in America. I'm not trying to be political about anything. It's just still when you hear about someone you know who came from, you know, a place of at least he was like, you know, is he's somebody you know who had a home, who had a situation, is just trying to go and take an adventure and try something new and the next thing you know he's out on the streets homeless and then how do we get him out of this situation so please if anyone has any information or any contacts in the iowa des moines the des moines iowa area that i can forward to him uh please let me know we'll take donations everything like that probably try to set him up a gofundme page or uh you know who knows but definitely uh you can go to the Tricky Hit Camp page at Facebook and message me on that. And anything and everything you can, you know, give us in regards to either you can relate to the story, inspirations, uh, gripes, rants, raves, everything. We'll take all kind of feedback. So, yeah, that's... uh. I tell you, it was quite interesting. And I definitely thank you, Ryan, once again, for sharing your story with me and sharing it with everybody who's listening today. And, um, yeah, boy, we're, we're, we're going to definitely try to do what we can for you. Cause there's no way somebody I know is going to be homeless. I mean, not when I have a brain like this, I may not, be able to do as much as I used to in terms of connections but I'm I still know somebody somewhere who could probably help us get out of the situation and if nothing else I got this platform here and hopefully it reaches somebody else who can so all right you guys once again this was Ryan's story and uh I'll talk to you later stay tricky hickey out there Well, that was a very uh, interesting and informative interview, to say the least, Uh, even though we are one of the most powerful countries out here in America. I'm not trying to be political about anything. It's just still when you hear about someone you know who came from, you know, a place of at least he was like, you know, he's somebody you know who had a home, who had a situation, was just trying to go and take an adventure and try something new. And the next thing you know, he's out on the streets, homeless. And then how do we get him out of this situation? So please, if anyone has any information or any contacts in the Iowa, Des Moines, the Des Moines, Iowa area that I can forward to him. Uh, please let me know. Uh, we'll take donations, everything like that. Probably try to set him up a GoFundMe page or, uh, you know, who knows. But definitely uh, you can go to the Tricky Hit Camp page at Facebook and message me on that. And anything and everything you can, you know, give us in regards to 
either you can relate to the story, inspirations, uh, gripes, rants, raves, everything. We'll take all kind of feedback. So, yeah, that's, uh, I tell you, it was quite interesting. And I definitely thank you, Ryan, once again, for sharing your story with me and sharing it with everybody who's listening today. And, um, yeah, boy, we're, we're, we're going to definitely try to do what we can for you. Cause there's no way somebody I know is going to be homeless. I mean, not when I have a brain like this, I may not be able to do as much as I used to in terms of connections, but I'm, I still know somebody somewhere who could probably help us get out of the situation. And if nothing else, I got this platform here. And hopefully it reaches somebody else who can. So, all right, you guys. Once again, this was Ryan's story. And uh, I'll talk to you later. Stay tricky hickey out there.